Today on Sharp Scratch, you'll learn how a mince pie can turn your day around, how to wear this season's Christmas accessories, and why someone might actually choose to work at Christmas. You're listening to Sharp Scratch, episode 18, Doctor's First Christmas. This is a podcast brought to you by the BMJ and sponsored by Medical Protection, where we bring together medical students, junior doctors and expert guests to discuss all the things you need to know to be a good doctor, but you might not learn at medical school. I'm Anna, and I'm a final year medical student at King's College London, and I'm also the editorial scholar here at the BMJ. For those of you who are regular listeners, you might have noticed that there's been a bit of a change here at Sharp Scratch HQ. Um, This is my first time hosting the pod, so please be kind to me. Um, (laughs) But I've got lots of support in the studio today because I'm here with my good friends, Laura and Declan. So, Laura, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Laura, uh, and I'm a fifth year medical student at the University of Cambridge. And how are you feeling about sitting in the chair that I usually sit in? I'm, I'm re- well, I'm really buzzed for you, man. I mean, it's a different view. After looking into Declan's eyes, I'm not really loving oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you love it, but... <laughs> no. Yes, I don't no. know. <laughs> and Declan, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Declan. I'm one of the F1s up in the northeast of England. And I found out that I'm working Christmas Day. So, season's greetings, guys. Aww, Merry Christmas. And you. Um, so, yeah, that leads us quite nicely into what we're going to be talking about today, um, which is the festive season. And um, more specifically, the first time you might have to work in the festive season as a doctor. Um, I guess traditionally, like in my family, I'm known as being a bit of a Grinch and I find Christmas <laughs> quite stressful. Um, Does not surprise me <laughs> at all. What about you guys? Do you, Laura, I bet you love Christmas. Yep. <laughs> I love it so much. Actually, it was only yesterday that I talked for about an hour straight to a friend because she asked me, what do you usually do at Christmas? And I told her in loads of detail that what she didn't ask What do you normally for. do at Christmas? Yeah, what do you usually you sh- do? Have you got yeah, an hour? Yeah, go on. Have you got an hour? All right, so... Uh, We're going to edit out version. the boring bits. All right, so my, my mum's Dutch and so we do Sinterklaas. So we, I used mm. to get my presents like around the 5th or 6th. Now that I'm at uni, it's a bit later. But we do... Um, with all the presents that we get for each other, we write a poem to go with them that takes the mick. God. <laughs> That's a lot of effort, isn't it? Effort. It's a lot of effort. We, we, I mean, we bash them out in a day. My parents, their first language isn't English. They're rubbish at writing poems. It's adorable. Um, but we just try to take the mick as much as possible. So like first year, my brother gave me this nice orange lamp. To, uh, first year of uni, a nice lamp to go in my room. And the poem was all about, you know, you start new uni, you've got no friends, we know you're really isolated. So here's a lamp, maybe that'll help, but probably not because you're a lost cause. That was yeah. the kind of vibe. And really nice, proper proper festive spirit, you know? <laughs> yeah, we love it, yeah. we love it. Let's have we your brother on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Declan? Do you have any traditions in your family? <laughs> I don't write poems for my brothers. Um, not really tradition. My dad likes to cook a good Christmas dinner. He's uh, like pretty enthusiastic about that, doesn't let anybody else in the kitchen. Have a Shout turkey. at you if you walk through. Classic turkey. Aye, oh, yeah. standard, mm. standard Christmas dinner. Um, I always get. <laughs> makes me sound like an alcoholic, but I always get a bottle of Jack Daniels. And um, <laughs> NBA basketball is pretty big on a Christmas, so I normally spend my Christmas kind of in the front room with my little brother, who also likes basketball, having Jack Daniels and Coke, watching basketball from about eleven o'clock in the morning till about two in the morning on Boxing Day. Basketball. Yeah, I'm little, but. You know. <laughs> yeah, just That's to clarify. <laughs> Declan doesn't play basketball. Yeah, I did play basketball. I was pretty good at basketball, I have you know. Um, 
Anyway. But yeah, I went to uni and got on yeah. foot and don't play anymore. <laughs> well, both those Christmas Day slash Christmas time traditions sound really lovely, but that's actually not what we're going to be talking about today because we're going to be talking about the first time that you're not there for these traditions because you're working. And um, yeah, so have either of you ever worked at Christmas before? I don't think so. I think when I was when I was in a, when I was working as a lifeguard, sort of before university during sixth form, I might have done a few sort of shifts around that time. You know, you boxing. But people day don't or swim on Christmas Day, surely. Um, I don't know. Often people think, oh, I've got to you know digest all that food, go for it. Uh, you know, yeah, some yeah, people find true. it quite a chill, relaxing thing to in, do. I'm not working. Castle, so I swim there's in the like of the day. A, we live right next to the sea, and there's like a nude oh, yeah, dip in yeah, the water. Yeah, yeah. New Year. On, for... I think it's on Christmas or on yeah, Boxing Day or something. Mm. They're, they're definitely running naked. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad my parents don't listen to this podcast because that's 100 percent <laughs> the kind of thing that they would do. Is it? Yeah, definitely. Tell come up to Newcastle. <laughs> I actually think my mum's done it. Actually, she ended yeah. up on a, in a photo on the on the BBC. Yeah, I live. I also live near sea and we have a boxing day and a new year's day like dip in the sea I've never um, quite understood it but yeah, i've might never, do it never done it yet yeah, but you have never joined in before anna yeah i've yeah. never done it before no but i'm considering it now now that i'm sporty now i started running so declan you're actually about to work christmas oh, yeah. it, it's your I first am. time really? right yeah, it's my first time. I, I don't think I've worked except for doing uni work when I was stressed yeah. um, on Christmas. Yeah, um, I've got a, a pretty mad schedule, actually. I think it's like from the 22nd until the 2nd of January. Are you serious? I'm working that's like, basically every that's day. That's like my entire Christmas holiday. Yeah, man, it's going to be, it's going to be kind of, <laughs> well, going to be depressing, maybe. Um, yeah. When I first seen it, I was really, really, really angry, kind of like. It's just nothing changes when you work in a hospital around festive seasons. And I was just mm. like, yeah, you know, I kind yeah. of expected it being an F1. Um, but I don't know. I'm kind of have mixed feelings now because I, I read a few things when I saw what this topic was. And I was mm. like, I mean, I spoke to my parents about it, actually. And I was apparently in hospital on Christmas for like the first few years of my life because I was unwell. Um, and on a paediatric ward, my mom was like, it was amazing, like... Everyone was super happy. They kind of put all decorations up. Santa came around and was Aww. all really nice to the kids and stuff. Um, but I'm not sure what it'll be like to work there. Mm. Yeah, so hopefully today we're going to hear from some junior doctors and actually from a few more senior doctors as well about their um, memories of working on the wards at Christmas time. So hopefully we can reassure you that you will be able to, you know, find some fun, find some happiness um, yeah. <laughs> in your time on the wards. Hey, have you ever worked Christmas? No. 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 <laughs> I never do anything on Christmas. Um <laughs> Yeah, I have a really big family, so mm. we it's always like very hectic at Christmas. Um I have a little brother who's three, mm. so he still very much has the like joy of Christmas and stuff, which oh, is really yeah. nice. Um It'll be interesting though, because I mean, I'm lucky I live with my parents, but I know a lot of people who basically all my friends are working the same kind of schedule I have. Everyone's working on Christmas, all the F ones I know. But most of them don't kind of live near the family and stuff. So I think mm. it, it might be a bit more challenging for for those. Yeah. Mm. Okay, cool. So, shall we hear from someone who's worked at Christmas before? Mm. Yes. Yep. Let's do it. Okay. First up, we're going to hear from Jo, who's now a consultant, but she's talking about a Christmas on call when she was a junior doctor. 
My name's uh, Dr Jo Bowen. I'm a psychiatrist. I now work um, helping stressed doctors in a private clinic that I run down in Devon and online. My Christmas on the ward story, I think I was my first year as an SHO in psychiatry and I was at the West Middlesex Hospital and I remember feeling pretty down and gloomy about having a first Christmas away from my family and also, you know, all the challenges that being busy at Christmas can bring for a, a junior doctor. And I remember I'd done the day, Christmas Day, and actually it hadn't turned out to be as bad as I, I perhaps predicted. But come about six o'clock, I was feeling quite tired. And I remember thinking, oh, I'll just go to the mess and I'll have a sit down. And I think I had a packed sort of sandwich. I think it might have been a turkey sandwich or something, <laughs> trying to, um, you know, be, be part of something. And I remember just sort of walking down to the mess and then experiencing this glow of of light coming towards me. And what I actually found really like it was just the biggest surprise and so nice. So I walked into the mess and found this sort of it was almost like a medieval seat banqueting scene um, <laughs> with trellis tables and lots of beeswax candles alight. And there's just this happy glow and people obviously people were still on call and there wasn't alcohol. Uh, but, you know, just this sense of communal space, communal living and a merriness, which I hadn't expected and just that big surprise which really made that Christmas evening memorable for me. Oh, so cute, so wholesome. Yeah, it was very <laughs> Love cute. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Declan, so cute. you don't look very impressed. You look so grumpy about it, man. <laughs> Love it, man. The meal, coming together, Oh, that would be, yeah, yeah. Great food, free food in the hospital. Love it. I mean, I, I, I yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't want to sound like a miserable old man, but whether that's going to happen in, in reality, I'm not too sure. Yeah. Um, so how do you think you might, you know, make your Christmas day on well, the Lord's? Well, I was talking special? with my friends. We're all going to bring, well, they were saying they're going to bring a Christmas, wear a Christmas jumper. I've only got like a big penguin one with like a squeezy nose. So I'm not really sure if I can, if I'll do that. But maybe. Um, how else can I? I don't know. Laura, I feel like I, I'm going <laughs> to oh, defer to you. Come on, I'm not Come on, Oh, you guys, what's, what's with you guys? You know, you could, you could wear like these battery powered fairy lights around your waist or like a little yeah. bit of tinsel something you can easily take off obviously you know you don't because obviously bad things happen in hospital too it's not all fun and games but you know wear something like that makes my you tinsel. smile where wear tinsel do you not love tinsel i mean where would i put my tinsel around your neck like like <laughs> a little shawl um, or like through your belt loops that's very nice you like or like with a little bow in it so that you're like a self-packaged present like a gift to the ward mm. <laughs> you could whistle or hum a little Christmas ditty as you walk down the corridors. <laughs> can you wear a Santa hat? Is that all right? Or... You can take it off. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. It's not, it's like, I know, think Santa hat is fair game. Is that yeah. allowed, you think? I think people do. I've definitely heard Duh. it. Mm. Come on, Santa came to your paediatric ward, didn't you? You were just telling us yeah, that. Yeah, but as a doctor, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Or like maybe like an elf hat, you know. Mm. So make, sure, make sure kids don't confuse you with the real, with the real guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd bring myself some Christmas, my favourite Christmas snacks, you know, mince pies or whatever. I mean, not going to lie, we all get sick of them by actual Christmas Day, don't we? Because start, you start selling them and eating them so early. Emma first one yesterday, in case you guys Did were you? wondering when I'd eaten my first mince pie. <laughs> That's nice. Do you like circle it on your calendar? First mince pie first day. Mince pie day. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down my di dear diary. Today was my uh, first mince pie of the year. <laughs> so Declan, you don't think you'll be 
volunteering to organise a surprise Christmas meal for you and your colleagues? I mean, pr- probably not. I don't. I don't know. Like it. Were, I, maybe I'm a bit of a Scrooge. I'm not really sure, but I don't. I will wear a Christmas jumper. Oh, good. Good effort. <laughs> Take some love... chocolates in. Yeah, chocolates. Yeah, chocolates. I love that. Everyone loves free food, um, man. What else? I don't even what know. What else is a nice gift? Oranges. Traditional Oranges, Christmas. Oranges, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. I feel like maybe we should have got someone who was more Christmassy, not Declan. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting back in their chair like Christmas Declan, lot. the halls with boughs of holly. There we go. No, that was just me trying to inject some Christmas spirit in there. For you guys, it's all right. You can Please don't. Don't worry. Please <laughs> don't. <laughs> okay, we're going to hear from some more people about their Christmases on the wards, but that'll be right after this. How much do you care about indemnity right now? Probably not a lot. You're still a few years away from really worrying about claims and complaints from patients. But being part of medical protection is about a lot more than just indemnity. We can be there if something goes wrong, but we're also here to help make sure things go right too. We're the only medical defence organisation that protects doctors all over the world. From London to Brisbane, Cork to Cape Town, 300,000 members benefit from our expert advice and support throughout their career. During your years at medical school, your membership is completely free. You'll get training resources that can help you become an even better doctor, plus a dedicated student team there for you when you need it most. And when it comes to your elective, you can trust in our international experience to protect you wherever you choose to go. It's no wonder that 90% of medical students in the UK choose to be part of medical protection. You can find out more at medicalprotection.org. Okay, back to the show. So another person I spoke to actually chose to work at Christmas. So let's hear from Sally. Whoa. Hi, my name is Sally Al-Ghazali. I'm an anaesthetics and intensive care trainee in London. And I was asked to talk to you about my experiences with working the Christmas day shifts. Since graduating from UCL Medical School nine years ago, this year will be the seventh Christmas day shift that I've worked. So I've very shamelessly given myself the title of a self-declared expert on the topic. Just so you don't feel unnecessarily sorry for me, or think I've been that unlucky with rotors, the majority of these shifts were because I've either offered to work Christmas or offered to swap. As much as I love Christmas, I know that Christmas Day itself is more important to some of my colleagues who have young children and it's their opportunity to spend quality time with their families. Coming from a family of medics myself, it's very rare that all of us tend to have Christmas off anyways, so I'm less bothered about whether I'm working Christmas or not. Therefore, I'd rather my colleagues create memories with their young children and families during this period. I then use the day in lieu I get for work and Christmas to coordinate my own little get-together with my family, so it actually works out quite well for everyone. I actually don't really mind working Christmas shifts. Everyone gets into the festive spirit and there's always a little theatre, coffee room, Christmas party that helps lift the spirits. I've been extremely lucky to work with many kind and caring individuals and the festive period brings out their kinder spirit even further. One such example was when I was rostered to work a night shift during the Christmas during my CT one year in the north of England. I'd just moved to the area and lived quite far away from my family and friends. When one of my consultants found this out, he didn't want me to spend the day by myself so he insisted that I had Christmas lunch with him and his family before my night shift. They cooked me a wonderful meal and I had a lovely time and I was so touched by his kindness. 
I've always been a firm believer that if I'm relying on the kindness of other people to help out with swaps, I should try to do the same for my colleagues. Christmas is a time for thoughtfulness, generosity and happiness, and I really try to do my bit to channel this Christmas spirit to help. I do wish you all a very Merry Christmas. For those who are not working this year, please spare a thought for your colleagues who are covering so you can enjoy time with your loved ones. For those who are working, I know it's not ideal, but just remember that you've helped to make others happy and good karma vibes will be coming your way. I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was a really lovely, heartwarming Christmas Aww. story. What an amazing consultant doing that for us. Yeah, that is so nice. Yeah. I found so it really nice. touching because like both of my parents are shift workers. They're not mm. medics, but um, yeah, it was always nice when my mum and dad were able to swap to actually be around on Christmas morning. Mm. But um, we did, we do have Father Christmas come on the fire engine wow. for us every year and bring wow. us presents. On the fire engine? Yeah, because my dad's a firefighter, so oh, yeah. that's like one of our Christmas Oh, that's traditions. really cool. Isn't it? That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I relate to it quite a lot because like I told you, when growing up, we celebrated sort of St Nicholas time of December because mm. my parents always worked on Christmas Day. So for me, like if, you know, as long as I'm celebrating the parents or if I did have my own family in the future, I think I'd be okay with celebrating Christmas on a on an earlier day mm. or a later day and, and working Christmas Day after all because that was sort of my normal growing up. What about you, Declan? Are you going to be volunteering for next Christmas off? You know, seeing you ain't got any kids of your own and all that. No, well, yeah, to be honest, I, I think that's fair enough, really. Like, it's, uh, no one's going to miss me when I'm on the wards. No. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But yeah, I mean, I think that's fair enough. And I mean, when, when you do a favour like that for someone, they will repay you. It will, they will repay you in some way. I mean, yeah, kindness yeah, that, goes around, right, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, the Christmas cheer and all that. And to be honest, I, I kind of do imagine, like, on the wards and that because all the patients no patients want the patients don't want to be in hospital most mm. of the staff would rather be some somewhere else so i think everyone will make kind of like a an actual effort to yeah. to enjoy the day i think it'll I think it'll be all right yeah see exactly this is exactly <laughs> what we were trying to do on this podcast today was to make declan feel better about the fact that he's going to be working at christmas and he started off very skeptical <laughs> but i see you warming up to mm. the idea We've got one last clip for you, which hopefully will, will make you feel even better about being on the wards. Even better. <laughs> Hi, my name is Rahul Pinkania. I'm a core surgical trainee. Uh, and one of the memories I have working over the festive period uh, is when I was firefighting my way through a medical on-call shift at DGH and whilst wearing a compulsory set of antlers as chosen by the nurses much of their amusement uh, and I've been asked to see a gentleman in the one of the outlier wards uh, and you know I'd read through the notes and was about to assess the gentleman when he says oh aren't you one of the orthopedic doctors and you know I, ju I just finished my orthopedic rotation about two months ago he said I'm sure you looked after me whilst I was in for my broken hip and you know I just wanted to say thank you so much for your time I know how busy you were I'm grateful for everything why don't you have my last mince pie and I had two thoughts at the time Firstly, was just how hungry I was and, you know, I hadn't eaten uh, all day and that mince pie definitely got me through the rest of the shift. But also, it just made me realise how, even as one of the more junior members of the team, just how much of a positive impact we can have on patients. And I think that's really important because often as, as a junior doctor, you know, you don't get much gratitude. Sometimes feel like, you know, you're not really appreciated and there's not not much thanks. But actually, just in that one moment... 
you know, it gave me a real sense of having a positive impact on someone's life. And I think that it's these small victories that really get you through uh, those difficult days, particularly when, you know, the bleep's going off, there's so many people to see. And you remember these moments. And that's something that I feel that everyone should take away and just keep in mind that you are doing a good job and people do really um, appreciate you. Oh, Declan, how are you feeling now? I'm looking forward to wearing some antlers as I go around the hospital. I mean, uh, do you think that'd be your choice of dress-up outfit? Oh, Over tinsel? Come on, after all I said. <laughs> oh, oh, you can't say no if the nurses are going to make you put that's antlers true, on. That's but true, that's true. You can always say no oh, to me. Oh, man, that would, be, yeah, that would yeah. feel like such a... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a nice story. I mean, you kind of get bogged down. I mean, as a as a junior, like you, like you said, the guy said, you, you do feel kind of underappreciated. And I think kind of, uh, as I mentioned before, patients don't really want to be in the hospital. And I think people make a, I guess, more of a concerted effort to show the kind of, show their thanks for the work that you're mm. doing around Christmas. Um, so, yeah, I guess kind of little things like that are nice. But, I mean, it's quite big picture as well, isn't it, that actually at the end of the day... You know, we might moan and groan about having to work on Christmas, but yeah. in the end, it's kind of a privilege that we get to do the profession that we're training and that you're doing. Um, it's kind of a privilege to be able to hopefully improve some people's quality of lives, even at that time of year when yeah, yeah. people and don't want to be there. The time of the yeah, when they don't want to be there. Maybe yeah. that's the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> 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 we've we've cracked it, everyone. There we go. Sold it. There we go. <laughs> Well, I thought that that was a really lovely, heartwarming story for us to finish on. And it was my intention when I was collecting these stories um, to, you know, yeah, I think just put it in perspective that, yeah, it's a bit rubbish that you are probably very likely at some point in your career going to have to work at Christmas, which is a time that traditionally people associate with like being with their families, having time off, having fun. Um, But yeah, it's, you know, a real privilege to be able to spend that time like serving your patients and I think that's a pretty Christmassy message um as someone who's a self you know self-confessed Grinch I think that's pretty Christmassy that's gross that is. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Declan do you feel like this has helped do you feel a bit better about going into your shifts now <laughs> Yeah, I feel a little bit less of a Grinch. I mean, I, <laughs> you can be honest. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a bit frustrating <laughs> knowing that you're going to be working Christmas Eve, Day and Boxing Day as well as New Year. Um, I mean, it's, it does seem like people make kind of a concerted effort to like, have some camaraderie, everyone have a good time. We're all in the same boat, staff are in the same boat as the patients. No one wants to be there, ideally. Um, so you kind of just make the most of it and... I mean, from some of those stories, it seems like you actually come out the other end having quite a good experience. Mm. Have, has it given you any ideas about like specific things you might be doing to try and you know brighten your colleagues' days? I feel like I need to dress up now. Like, I think I'll go for Santa. I'm trying to grow a bit of facial hair, so maybe in a few weeks. I don't think you're going to have a full-on Put Santa on. beard by I, Christmas. I don't think I will, but I've been working on the beard, Belly, so... We'll <laughs> no, that one's coming on with some progress. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So maybe it'll have to be Santa. What about you, Laura? Are you feeling a bit better about you know the prospect of probably having to work Christmas at some point during your career, like when you qualify? Yeah, actually, you know what? A few of those stories got me a bit 
gave me a lot of feelings, you know, got a mm. bit of tear in my eye. Um, so yeah, it kind of makes me, I don't know, looking forward to them in the mood I'm in right now. Yes, actually the whole episode has just got me so in the mood for Christmas. My first mince pie yesterday, now this recording session, bring it on. I'm so excited. <laughs> bring, it, bring it on. Bring it on. Can we just end it there? Bring it bring on. It on. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we're all feeling nice and festive here in the studio. <laughs> I hope you're also feeling festive wherever you are. Um, and that's all from us on Sharp Scratch today. We'll be back in two weeks. And if you subscribe or follow us wherever you get your podcasts, you'll get the next episode straight to your phone. If you just can't wait that long to get more of our BMJ student content, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching BMJ student. And once you finish listening to this episode, if you get time between your turkey and your Christmas pudding, why not leave us a rating and write a little review? We really like reading them and it really brightens our day. Next time, we'll be talking about New Year's resolutions and what we can do to make sure we stay well in 2020. Until then, happy Christmas! Happy, happy Christmas! Christmas. <laughs>